Welcome to the London Property Podcast. Prime Central London advisors Marius Nozare and Chris Mulry discuss property news, trends and topics on a weekly basis. Being experienced full-time property brokers and investors, we offer listeners insights into the market. Our combined experience can help you better understand the sector and unearth value and opportunity from everything property. Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome back to the London Property Podcast. I'm Marius Nazare. I'm Chris Mulry. And we are back here, episode 24 or 23. Anyway, we've had kind of um, three or four weeks break since we last did the, the previous episode. And that is because we've been super busy on the ground. Um, obviously, we're living through unprecedented times. In the last couple of vlogs we've been doing over Zoom conference calls, but now we're back in uh, in person, and um, we're just going to keep it short and sweet. Really, we're going to obviously the big news um, of the week or of the month. Uh, Chris is going to introduce, um, and then we're just going to have a bit of a market commentary. What's been happening from our perspective as agents in Prime Central London in terms of activity which kind of price bracket, property price bracket is really active, which ones are kind of still affected negatively by kind of coronavirus and travel restrictions. So we're just going to keep it very short and sweet as a commentary so you guys get a pulse of what's really happening uh, on our patch in Prime Central London. So Chris, you have an article, I mean everyone's been talking about it in, in the industry and well everyone's been talking about it in the country really. And it's yeah. the, the stamp duty, right? Yeah, stamp duty, probably everyone already knows that stamp duty has been cut if you've been following any of the news on, on property related things. Um, and um, so Rish Sunak has, has cut stamp duty up to £500,000. Um, it's for first time buyers. Um, the stamp duty, the usual stamp duty rate for second homeowners and buy to let investors up to £500,000 has been cut as well. However, there is a, still a surcharge of 3% uh, for buy-to-lets and second home owners. That's really the only kind of confusing part that you know we had to look at the detail or the stamp duty calculator to figure out exactly where the buy-to-let investors um, and second home owners got the full discount. So for a first-time buyer buying up to uh, 500,000 or for somebody selling their existing property moving and buying um, uh, up to 500,000 pound there's no stamp duty payable at all mm. um, and that's going to be effective until April next year um, yeah. so yeah you can imagine I'll let you talk about like interest levels and like where the market's at at the moment um, but yeah we just wanted to put it out there that um, so for a buy to let investor for example if you're buying at £500,000, uh, if you bought before the stamp duty changes, you pay £30,000 in stamp duty tax, uh, and now you're getting a £15,000 saving. So yeah. you're just paying, buy a £500,000 one bed or two bed flat, you're going to be paying £15,000 if you're a buy to let investor. Yeah. A zero if it's something that you're, uh, you know, li living in yourself and it's not a second home. Um, so that is the the major news. Um, yeah, we'll um, we'll put some print screens up here so you can kind of see the difference uh, on how it's kind of affected the market in terms mm. of you know the uh, stamp duty calculator. 
Um, so just keeping it brief, really. Yeah. Um, how would you say it's impacted the the market in terms of activity levels and stuff? Well, obviously, given the the you know bringing up the threshold up to five hundred k, that has really pushed the first time buyer market and the activity from first time buyers has really surged in the last well since the introduction of this. Um, so we've seen a lot of a lot more inquiries for properties up to five hundred, six hundred k. A lot of them from first-time buyers, which is really interesting because we still have lenders on the other hand, quite you know um, defensive, and they still kind of require people to come with like fifteen percent deposit rather than ten percent. Um, but it has definitely made a positive impact in terms of level of activity from first-time first-time buyers, um, and we've seen that day in day out. Really, any properties we've got up to like six hundred and six hundred k. We've seen really good activity from first-time buyers predominantly, and also another price bracket which is interestingly very active. Uh, it's like two to three beds, anywhere between a million to one point three. Um, this is obviously in prime central London, so it probably will be different in different uh, regions of London and outside the country. But for prime central London properties in in that kind of price bracket especially with outdoor space because mm. um, those people I guess they can be a little bit picky because their budget is a little bit higher and everyone in that price bracket are actually inquiring and one of the main things is outdoor space whether it's a little terrace patio balcony whatever it is communal garden so those two price brackets have been very very active they are very active at the moment um, which is very interesting. For example, we had this two-bedroom apartment in a great development in W2, one of the most desirable period kind of developments there are in the, in, in the area. And before, obviously, even before COVID and even before this stamp duty um, cut, we were again maybe one or two inquiries a month every six weeks or so. Now we're getting inquiries pretty much every day because it has access to a communal garden. It's a good good size two bed. It's got outdoor space and it's in a brilliant location next to Hyde Park. Mm. Uh, and that just shows that price bracket, you know, is, is very active. Um, it's incredible when mm. I, I, I first read the news about people, I think it was through Zoopla or Rightmove saying people that are now looking for searches mm. with outside space. And it's kind of one of the top three things that yeah. people are looking for. And I thought, really? Okay, well, yeah, I understand if it's a house with a garden, but um, around here, there's not a huge amount of houses that we mm. deal with, like in Hyde Park. Um, and they don't have huge gardens either. So things like basement flats that mm. are typically the period conversion things with outside space, um, they're normally more challenging to sell, uh, particularly in a struggling market. Yeah. But what we found is the property that you've mentioned is a lower ground basement flat, but with a garden. And we've never seen like those types of properties now getting more inquiries just mm. because they've got the outside space than something which is, I don't know, on the on the ground floor with no outside space. Yeah. So if you're a client who's got a lower ground flat with a garden yeah. and you're thinking, um, of selling, I think COVID has actually probably done you a favor uh, for the that, yeah. fact that that's what everyone wants now. They want some form of outside space. Mm. Um, so that's that's uh, that's something which is in kind of really high demand right now. And it's not just a snippet to kind of say something, it is actually genuine. We can see that through yeah. the inquiry levels. Uh, so much so 
that when we're taking a property on, like the house in Richmond that I was taking on yesterday, I'm making sure that the lead shots on that just show the greenery in the outside space rather than the reception room. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's just a, a brief update um, for, for what's going on. Yeah, that's, that's the two price brackets that we've seen in the last six weeks or so really that have become very active and obviously since the stamp duty introduction even more so. Um, anything above the price bracket between two to 10 million a little bit sluggish um, mainly because it's an international driven market in prime central london so those people are not technically in london at the moment and we've got travel restrictions so that market is a little bit slower and it, it is in some parts struggling but anything that is good value in essence is still moving so obviously the st john's wood deal that we did two three weeks ago which we exchanged on but that was an international buyer who's already based in London um, and that's why it, it worked but a lot of that market is going to struggle because we don't have the volume of people yeah. coming from overseas deploying the capital. It's interesting that you say about the buyer on St John's Wood because uh, a few things that we've agreed and, and this is funny right we're based in High Park but the last 10 sales that we've agreed or at least nine sales they've all been houses Mm. Uh, slightly outside the Hyde Park patch yeah. and we've just taken on a house in Richmond I mean it's outside our area but we're more than now happy to kind of expand to houses because we ourselves have got clients who are moving out yeah. so they're taking money from Central and you know um, not everyone it's not a mass yeah. exodus of London no. uh, but um, there's a good market for houses right now um, so um yeah anything else that we should really touch upon i think this is um obviously like we said it's a very brief version of the typical podcast next week we're gonna have bring back the structure that we initially had and we're gonna talk more about what's been happening in happening in the last week or so um but it was just more kind of to get back into it you know we've have, haven't done it for like three or four weeks we have been super busy um, and it can get a bit challenging trying to like get everything organized um, when there's so many um, things to deal with at the same time. So I think that's kind of the insight, the two price brackets, just to summarize, the stamp duty um, you know, cut obviously has really boosted first time buyers uh, to kind of do something now that there is activity on the ground properties between a million to 1.3 they're also kind of getting a lot of uh, inquiries and definitely that one of the big requirements for that price bracket is outside space yeah. even if it's a small balcony people want outside space which is very interesting it's a change from obviously you know mm. uh, we've we've had covid and people realize that i need some kind of outside space or i need to be close to a big park um, like Hyde Park or Regent's Park, Richmond Park, etc. So we're seeing that um, and everyone's been talking about obviously the importance of having outside space. So that will definitely continue. Um, but that's it really. Um, we will be back next week with a lot more material to talk about. Um, but this kind of concludes, you know, this week's uh, vlog. We're back at it. Uh, full force and obviously if you guys enjoy the content or you have any questions or any topics that you would like us to discuss by all means obviously you can find us on youtube on spotify on apple podcast on all the social media channels and we'll be more than happy to um, bring you know and discuss your question on the vlog 
Thanks for paying attention and see you guys next week. This podcast is produced for information only and should not be relied upon as professional advice. The views, thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the authors and not to any external organisation or individuals. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability or responsibility for direct, indirect or consequential loss arising from the use of reference to or reliance on the podcast or its content. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability to the accuracy of the information presented here.